Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. go ahead and get this turned down what is going on everybody and you're now tuned in to another episode of do rags and boot shoes hey just fucking with y'all what's going on family uh you're now tuned into uh episode 69 nasty 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 episode 69 of do rags and boat shoes uh much love and respect to everybody who listened to uh last week's episode a week before that and all the older episodes uh, just make sure you uh, like it, share it, uh, review it on iTunes, uh, share it with somebody you love. Uh, if if you hate the show, share it with somebody that you hate too, and uh, you disagree with my viewpoints, um, that's fine. Just continue to listen. Um, so much love and respect to everybody out there uh, who fucks with the podcast the long way, and those who uh, are short stroking with the podcast and just listen, you know, off and on. I still fucks with you the long way. Um, doing it a little bit a day late. I'm sorry about that. Uh, you know, uh, Tuesday is usually when I record, but you know, I'm married, and uh, Tuesday was Valentine's Day, so. Hey, you know, happy wife, happy life. I got to take care of the home first, uh, but I'm right back here with y'all. I rushed to get through my route today. I was Speedy Gonzalez with it, with it this morning, and uh, now I'm home uh, giving you this work, and this is going to be a special uh, Trump-free edition of Do-Rags and Boat Shoes. I felt like I was pounding y'all just too damn heavy. This man does so much bullshit, but we off the bullshit on this episode. I just want y'all to get some laughs in. Uh, we do got a little bit of seriousness in it, but, um, you know, it's Trump-free, so uh, we will not be discussing the Cheeto-in-Chief, and we are about to go ahead and start placing images up on that Summer Jam screen. I'm going to see what y'all like. If y'all like it, clap, you know, uh, spin around three times, jump up and down, hit a jumping jack for me, uh, and just keep listening, okay? So, uh, first thing we're going to put up on that good old Summer Jam screen is, did y'all hear uh, about the KKK Grand Imperial Wizard of Missouri? Uh, he went missing, and then they found him dead with a shotgun. Uh, a blast to his torso and a bullet to the head um, and everybody is praising Jesus rightfully so but um so everybody's just trying to figure out who did it who did it and all this other shit and uh, you know some folks thought that uh, it was initially thought that it was because uh, you know his wife might have not been pure Aryan blood I don't know where you're gonna find a pure Aryan in the fucking middle of the Midwest um, I don't know. Some people were speculating that, uh, you know, he married a Jewish woman or something like that. I don't know. So some folks were figuring it was, uh, 
you know uh white on white crime which it was you know what about white on white crime we don't talk about the white on white crime in missouri we should talk about that and make missouri the new chicago they need to send some federal troops into these uh trailer parks and start uh you know you know wiping some of this white on white crime out because it does run very parallel and uh on pace with black on black crime i'm just saying but um anyway so you thought that it was a fellow clan member that uh wiped him out uh you know wanting to step up and be the grand imperial wizard he wanted to wear that red satin bed sheet you know with the cross on it um but it wasn't you know it was his fucking stepson and it was his own wife so this man spent uh most of his life fearing and hating black folks and other people of color and fucked around and got offed by his stepson and his wife ain't that some shit you up here spewing this hate about oh the niggers are so violent and yada 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 and you went to bed and your stepson came in that bedroom and put a hot one in the side of your dome so you was looking at the wrong damn you was focused on the wrong damn thing you up here beating the shit out your wife and then you up here talking crazy to your stepson and you think that shit's just gonna fly nope that shit did not fly you got a bullet in your head and you was found in the damn lake somewhere so now the stepson and the wife are arrested on uh first degree murder charges so uh you know is that the chickens coming home to roost i don't know i i can't say but you shouldn't be out here beating the shit out of your wife and you know got a grown-ass stepson up in the house just witnessing that shit because it ain't gonna fly nobody no right no grown man is just gonna sit up there and watch somebody beat the fuck out of his mama you know i don't care how much you hate we gonna take the hate up out of it but you're not you you ain't nothing but a half a bitch if you gonna sit up there and let some man beat the shit out your mama you know what i'm saying and you a grown-ass man but is murder him the way to go no you you know you lay hands on him you know you get some of your boys and y'all give him a beating that he won't forget you know what i'm saying so um uh this is a is it a tragic situation fuck no because uh you know the son the mama you know they married into uh, a family of white supremacists uh who think they are supreme so do i give a fuck about the situation fuck no but you know is uh did uh the, did hell gain a demon absolutely absolutely so that's your uh crime beat uh today for what about white on white crime so wild shit right so um let's see here moving on let me get back to my notes um the grammys just happened this past sunday um i uh I, I was too excited for the walking dead uh my wife loves award shows but she likes uh movie award shows you know like the sags golden globes oscars and shit like that uh and she loves like the pre-shows to see what people are wearing and shit like that so we watched a little bit of that before uh while the dvr was recording you know how uh we we watched row of real housewives of atlanta so uh we watched a, a little bit of the grammys in the pre-show because i got done with my route pretty pretty early uh because it's pretty slow at work now since we got past the super bowl and things like that so it won't pick back up until like around memorial day um so i'll be getting off early which is which is so nice but um anyways um so you know we're watching this and uh you see some crazy shit saw your man CeeLo Green out there looking like uh, 
a damn uh i don't know he looked like a you know a golden chicken nugget or something you know i don't know what he was doing with that fake ass buddha slash iron man mask and all this gold on but he got people talking you know he got us talking with the um the motherfucking uh, uh, video uh, when the phone exploded on the side of his ear, everybody was sending prayers, and he had to write that long post talking about, hey, it's just you know something I'm working on. And then there was another video. I don't know if y'all saw it, but he has an all black outfit and that mask or that helmet. It lights up and shit, you know. And uh, I don't know what CeeLo's working on, but you know he got to do what he can to keep the lights on, keep people talking. And uh, he's been a hilarious meme. Uh, somebody said that he looks like an angry uh, Fer- Ferrero uh, Rocher, which is I, I can understand that. Um, some people said that he looked like a bisexual Buddha. Like, hey, hey, I, hey, I didn't say it. I saw it. I just repeat what I saw <laughs> like a child. Um, but um, yeah, and then we seen Joy Villa, uh, this sister slash Latino, whatever. Uh, I think she was trolling, trying to get some sales up. You know, a lot of these artists have to do what they can to keep the lights on. She's the, the sister, the red bone who... Uh, had the afro and then had on the trump dress and uh uh very ironic uh maybe she was trolling nobody knows yet you know if she released an official statement so we got we're talking about i think the year before she wore like a uh dress with all these like mini blind slits in it and stuff and you know she had her tie ties out and had on some panties and shit like that like it was pretty much uh, just slits all through the through the, through the dress so this woman is doing what she can to uh try to stay relevant and uh i don't know who she is nobody really does but uh supposedly uh the maga crowd uh supported her album because she has that dress on and uh you know these these white folks uh, are going down with the with the boat i know i said it was a trump free episode but hey we're talking about the grammys so um moving on um you know uh adele beat out beyonce we don't know how nobody knows how because lemonade was a great album it was a deep album it had all kind of cuts on it you know it's it just crossed every single spectrum of music you know you had some rock stuff some country stuff some hip-hop some soul and um you know not record of the year not album of the year and Adele cleaned up, you know, from something she released back in November 2015. So I guess it was, you know, still, you know, eligible uh, for this year's Grammys. And, uh, you know, she was like, what the fuck does Beyonce have to do to win a Grammy? Uh, you know what? She has to stop coming. <laughs> that's it. Stop performing there and stop coming. You know, that's what it that's what the fuck it really boils down to. Uh, you know, a lot of these. um places these uh establishments these award shows they take black folks for granted and uh you know it's a politics games we know it i know it everybody knows it and i believe this is backlash uh white lash from her her super bowl performance you know with the uh the black panther garb and creating the huge x with her dancers and it was just too black it's too soon it was too black you know and then uh maybe for the uh the video i forgot what it what the name of it is slipping me right now i hope the beehive does not come for me and kill me in my sleep 
but you know when she sank the police car and the little boy is dancing you know and you got got his hands up in front of all them cops you know maybe it was too much you know maybe this is uh it's too much for white folks they like the the sexy beyonce um they like the beyonce that um you know is uh being a little ratchet you know they don't like they don't like socially conscious uh beyonce who cares about black folks you know i feel like white folks are just now realizing that beyonce is black with this album they're like oh fuck fuck because most black folks when they do get money you know they don't see color anymore they don't you know black folks struggling shit ain't my problem you know them them niggas struggling i worked hard to get here fuck them niggas you know so that's that's what's really going on and then your man's uh carlos santana woke up you know up out of his dungeon came about the coffin and was like uh he spoke to the australian press and this brother he just i don't know what the fuck he was thinking he was like i think adele won because she can sing sing with all respect uh to our sister beyonce and with all due respect that's one of them things where you know niggas say no disrespect and they about to say some disrespectful ass shit to you so that's his way of saying that beyonce is very beautiful to look at and it's more like modeling kind of music music to model a dress she's not a singer singer with all respect to her and uh i could see if this was like dangerous in love or crazy in love beyonce like the first album you know she was coming off that uh you know the destiny's child split and doing her own thing because it was very fast uh singing and things like that a lot of club joints but she's really she really has grown as a singer she really has you know it i know it everybody knows it and uh and uh this is uh, Carlos Santana, a great musician. And, uh, you know, I, I respect him for having the balls to uh, state his opinion. But I think he has been just caught up in the uh, Caucasian sauce, the Caucasian sauce with a dash of salt and pepper. And when I say that Caucasian sauce with a dash of salt and pepper, I am speaking about how America loves white folks with, and I quote, soul america with three k's i ain't talking about all of us i'm talking about the three k americans okay you know a m e r i k k k a okay those white folks love love white folks with soul like eminem mc search vanilla ice michael bolton elvis macklemore um what's the other one the uh what's the other one the something mcdonald i keep forgetting uh that that guy uh, that warren g sample for uh uh regulator to regulate and uh you know and adele they love her you know and uh you know it's a funny thing that he said you know she's you know she's beautiful to look at and modeling that kind of music and you know she's a dancer and entertainer like beyonce is like tina turner on steroids but she can you know like sing and get busy and doing all this other not saying that tina turner can't sing um but you know this is something that we really haven't seen before since i'm gonna say michael uh, you know michael jackson be up there killing it moonwalking choreograph hitting these notes and you like god damn the breath control is amazing and beyonce is doing the same thing this is what we're seeing and you know no disrespect to adele but she can't do that adele can just stand in one spot 
and sing you know she ain't gonna be up there you know getting it in with a with a rigorous routine she's gonna stand in one spot or she might uh, sit on a bench you know next to a piano player and sing okay and um you know this is a situation where like i said he just got you know mixed up in the caucasian sauce that has a pinch of salt and pepper in it you know just like a lot of folks get wrapped up in it a lot of americans with three k's they get wrapped up in it i mean you go back and um you go back and uh look at uh let's see uh you go back and look at you know how america with three k's whitewashed so many early rock and roll songs you know like little richard and those uh, those other uh, guys and then some of those motown artists uh you know when soul when uh, we started getting that rhythm and soul that rhythm and blues you know and they started whitewashing that stuff and it's you know you know just bullshit like that you know and uh so america loves that and you know these these you know and they're like oh carlos you like but adrian uh a double uh uh fucking carlos santana you know he's hispanic how's he gonna be wrapped up in the sauce well he's a white latino you know that's how he's gonna get wrapped up in the caucasian sauce you know with a with a pinch of salt and pepper so you know uh carlos santana i mean he can eat a dick for that statement you know i i appreciate the honesty and how he felt but he's just wrapped up in the hype you know and i don't think that he thoroughly went through and listened to lemonade all the way through and um beehive got on his ass was flaming him all through uh twitter and uh you know other social media sites and then he wanted then he posted a uh you know a um apology of sorts saying that i would like to clarify a comment that was reported when i was doing an interview for some upcoming shows in australia and new zealand and that's why you're doing shows in australia and new zealand because niggas in america ain't fucking with you like that carlos santana uh you know if you ain't got them two twins with you the product gmb ain't nobody trying to hear that shit but anyways my intent was to uh, congratulate adele on her amazing night at the grammys my comment about beyonce was regretfully taken out of context which is bullshit it wasn't i have the utmost respect for her as an artist and a person she deserve all the accolades that come her way i wish beyonce and her family all the best so i need hove to link up and uh slap some sense into the uh memory slipping ass kanye west that's the argument that he's using right now that's what he's using the uh, rhetoric or uh the ploy he's saying that he uh, lost some of his memory that's why he was talking greasy and all this other shit but i need him to link up and slap some sense into kanye and give us a takeover part two and flame carlos santana and beyonce doing the hook flaming adele because i don't buy none of that bullshit with adele uh pulling that macklemore ass i don't i don't really deserve this award but but, you know, it's really all about Beyonce and she should have won it and all this. Other. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to put that shit right on your goddamn mantle. Fuck out of here with that nonsense. But um, let's move on because I'm going to just get heated and just angry. But shout out to Chance the Rapper showing that SoundCloud artists can make it. You do need a team behind you. Nobody is truly independent. Uh, but he is off the shackles and chains of you know of uh you know of an interscope or a sony and all this other shit and showing that you can do it you just need to be hot and you gotta your your internet connection is your a and r you know that's your promo and your a and r right there so um you know and i and i spoke about it next year you know soundcloud song 
songs are going to be you know they'll be eligible to be nominated for a grammy so you guys need to really just step it up and uh register uh your name and uh your songs lyrics and everything like that get that copy written and shit and then you know start spamming everybody and their mama and try to get a hit out there so shout out to everybody on soundcloud doing their goddamn thing and if you on there follow me at do rags and boat shoes always follow back all right so moving on uh playboy is back to having nude models in their magazine and that's uh being reported by the new york daily mail uh but it's just gonna be breast and butts no more poom poom shots now if you know uh a few months back they had a whole non-new transition team you know they was basically saying that we want to get playboy into um more uh newsstands and uh stores and things like that and you know it, it really wasn't working they had greater visibility you know on racks but that didn't equal subscriptions and that's how a magazine really makes their bread and butter is off subscriptions you know from folks and um i know they wanted greater visibility but honestly who goes into barnes and noble and like oh you know what i'm gonna get this new playboy you know it's like we got the fucking internet if you want to you know read articles and shit like that people just go to barnes and noble honestly if there's like a hot book release or something like that you know what i'm saying like the magazine racks like whenever i go to the barnes and noble here in the city here in omaha everybody is in the aisles looking at either graphic novels or whatever new came out that week nobody is at the magazine racks or people are just hanging out at the uh, starbucks there you know got a couple of stacks of books and they're just sitting reading you know drinking coffee nobody is fucking with magazines like that like who buys magazines so that whole transition team that came in for uh, playboy uh you know for the non-nude shit they're pretty much getting up out the paint so uh hugh hefner's son you know he's excited uh hopefully this will up subscriptions and all this other shit um but honestly i think they just need to make like a dope website and uh you know get people to subscribe that way you know on some porn hub type shit you know what i'm saying um it's just it just seems so dated to still try to with this digital content or come up with a fire ass app or something that you pay for and you know you read the content right then and there you know maybe they do have an app but i think that should be their focus right there is applications and uh you know exposing more models and things like that and maybe getting a chunk of change you know how uh reality tv does with um with different stars and things like that how they do with reality tv um like uh, how bethany frankel made all that money off a of skinny girl vodka and all this other stuff and uh you know start getting money from the models and um you know uh as far as having them locked into a contract and getting a piece of money here and there for uh, models that they break you know like if they got like a uh uh, a contract with like chanel or something like that they would get you know maybe three four percent you know of the royalties or something like that, that that was going towards the model so they need to just kind of get out the dinosaur age that's what i would honestly say about that um got some sad sad news for uh, omaha um douglas county there has been a rise in stds or stis whatever you want to call them in uh, 2016 there was almost a 5% E increase with chlamydia. 
and 30% rise uh, in gonorrhea. So specifically with the gonorrhea, it was with the, the older age group, which is 20 to 29. Uh, before, you know, Douglas County did kind of have a high uh, STD, STI rate, but it was due to teens, uh, those young 20-somethings out here, you know, sucking and fucking and not having a clue how they need to wrap it up and yes you can get an std from somebody's dirty ass mouth or somebody's you know dirty ass you know dick you know busting a nut in your mouth or you know some you eating some foamy pussy and you know next thing you know you got a sore throat and all this other shit but anyways um they saying it's a spike in older eight uh groups older you know the late 20 something due to uh social media and dating apps so folks are just, you know, sucking and fucking and not wrapping it up and being safe with, um, you know, people that they're just meeting off of Tinder and, you know, Twitter, Facebook and things like that. It's very dangerous. You know, I know everybody like to talk about shooting up the club and all this other shit, but that those are fucking jokes on uh, social media. Do not be out here raw dog and then you dick dripping you know or you got a foamy pussy like be safe please be safe please be safe you know be safe out there and um you know don't start this whole raw dog and shit until you actually see an updated you know std check from your partner there is nothing wrong if you really feeling somebody you know and y'all dated for a couple you know a couple months or something like that and y'all y'all wrapping it up and you know shorty's on a, a birth control you know what i'm saying or uh, got some kind of shot in her ass you know that kind of kills her hormones or kills off her eggs whatever and um you know and she's ready for the raw thing you know both of y'all you know take a date to the clinic you know what i'm saying or to your doctor and get checked out because then you can get you start getting it in and that's a good feeling y'all both being safe you know uh once you, you know getting that raw rawness in there it's amazing you know after you know y'all have been checked out and things like that you know and you and ultimately you don't want to you know fuck around and you know uh fuck around and get that uh as i die slowly you know fuck around and get that aid so be safe omaha and it and surrounding areas you know douglas county mainly it is omaha it's uh we always get a bad rap for that so i want y'all to really just just come together and uh you know have a be honest with your partner you know what i'm saying just be honest you know fellas if you out here uh you know got a side piece or you still in that that player stage and shit like that be honest like hey i'm sleeping with her and her and you but i am wrapping it up and you know wrap it up with each one of them because you don't know if one of them got some dude on the side that they've been fucking for a minute and you know they raw dog and shit like that but this nigga he up here he like to creep on back page and you know fuck with some trannies fucking trannies in the ass raw you know what i'm saying so or i should say craigslist because i think back page is shut down still you know, you don't you don't know if your side piece's side piece, you know, is out here, you know what I'm saying, uh, hopping into fucking uh, sketchy massage parlors and shit like that, you know. So it's just something to think about. It's something that I really want you to think about. Uh, your health health always comes first. Health over wealth. Because if you ain't got your health, you can't enjoy your wealth. You know, I say that always at the end of the show. Always ended on that positive note. 
so you know with these these rates rising and some of y'all old folks too y'all 27 28 29 y'all should fucking know better than this you know i know she got the big ass and got the titties all oiled up on instagram and you didn't shot your shot in that dm you didn't sent her a sausage pick greased up and she like okay and come through and you coming through and you ain't got a rubber in sight my nigga like stop stop it five like just stop it okay so be safe be safe that's what the fuck i want y'all to do is really be safe all right so moving on uh we still on the summer jam screen uh this is pretty long i'm sorry about that but uh did y'all hear the radio host uh, from st louis bob romanick calling waka flocka a greasy black nigger son of a bitch my god like this man is old as fuck to call somebody a greasy nigger a greasy black nigger son of a bitch that's old school that's like them uh them old ass uh what's what's another old term uh nigger bitch like calling a black woman that that, that's an old one uh porch monkey uh jungle bunny like this motherfucker old as shit but he was mad because waka flocka white wiped his ass with a make a with a maga hat or whatever and uh then he's talking about he then waka was like he gonna come see him when he do that don't do that waka because this old motherfucker just want a reason for you to hit him dead in his face then he's going to sue your ass and he's going to get some ducats up out of you ducats is cash for the slow you know so don't don't fall for the bait because you know a lot of times these bigots these races uh, they love to pop shit from a distance and you know they catch a couple of haymakers and they know that the law works for them they know that so waka don't don't bite that don't bite that shit don't just 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 let that old motherfucker cook you know what i'm saying i wouldn't even respond to that shit it's just like okay you're 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 a fucking bigot i would have went to his bosses you know behind the scenes and you know shut that shit down you know what i'm saying and he's like an AM radio host, so it's not like internet radio, like a podcast or something like that, because I can say what the fuck I want. And, um, you know, but it's 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 2017, and we still got folks out here calling folks a greasy black nigger. Son of a bitch. Ain't that some shit? 2017, boy, and I, this administration that's in the White House now is really empowering folks. It's really empowering folks, but... You know, if it's happened to you face to face, you know, sometimes you're going to have to let that haymaker fly from the left or from the right because you have to let people know where you stand. You know, we're not for the play play, you know, but uh, if you're a person of means like Waka Flocka, you got some change in the bank. You know, this is just a come up for this uh, this piece of shit in St. Louis. And then he goes on to say, uh, you know. If uh, Waka takes the violence out of his music, he will apologize. Bob, who the fuck are you? Like, honestly, let's break this down. Who the fuck is this AM radio host to say, you change your music and I'll apologize to you? Now, and he kept on saying in the video, he's a proud white man. And this reminds me of when uh, Malcolm was talking in a speech and he's like, you asked when he was talking about going over to mecca and he was you know uh praying with a blue-eyed uh blonde hair uh muslims and you know you ask them about their color yeah i'm white you know just as a description but you know back here in the states you ask some white man you know what race is he's like i'm white he says it like he's boss and that's what he kept on saying so this man is already 
thinking that he is superior to Waka Flocka Flame by saying you take something out of your music take the reality out your music your reality that you know water it down take the violence out and I'll apologize to you take out what you've been doing which you take out your whole stick or you know your whole lane take that out and i'll apologize to you nothing monetary nothing tangible i'll apologize to you get the fuck up out of here who do you think that you are and what's amazing to me is i was uh, i watched the video the uh, tmz video on uh tmz's website then i watched it on youtube then i watched it on uh world star and i don't know who these i don't know if they're trolls i don't know if it's real black folks or whoever and there's so many people who are talking about well there is a difference between there is a difference between black folks and niggas you know just uh, and you know i got family who use that argument too and i'm you know it's mm, Mm, really we gonna we gonna go there we gonna say there's a difference between black folks and niggers but in the eyes of a white supremacist there ain't no fucking difference you 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 tell yourself that you want to tiptoe on that line of yes boss we good over here and i'm gonna say boy if you don't get your sambo i was doing my best savion glover but my tap shoes got holes in them ass up out the goddamn paint and out my face with that bullshit fuck out of here you gonna be the first to go if the revolution pops off or when it pops off you are going to be the first to go <laughs> it's amazing to me just how it's 2017 and there's still black folks who are just in just out there like this you know what i'm saying a, a white man speaks and they're just like oh shit we gotta listen boss you know but, but listen listen to us boss you know it's black folks and there's some niggas out here i know these niggas and get the fuck up out the painting he's looking at you like look at this nigger try to explain the difference between niggers and niggers that's what the fuck he's looking at you saying so waka don't get caught up in this nonsense you know keep doing your thing keep touring keep making you know crunk ass banging ass music and just you know inciting riots with your music stay in your lane and keep getting your paper do not let this fucktard cuckold ass middle america am dj you know fuck with you don't don't let it happen it's fine keep doing what you're doing keep wiping your ass with maga hats you know if you know i'll get 30 of them made and you can use them as toilet paper you and you and i can use them as toilet paper not in the same bathroom but you, you get my gist okay so i think that's uh pretty much all i got to say um let's hope you got something don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right so moving on to selling hope like dope you know who is selling hope like dope the uh people that have so much fake outrage for the new netflix series uh coming up titled dear white people now we've seen this fake outrage back in 2014 when the movie came out dear white people and um this is a spinoff of about you know the uh, television show 
and there is so many clickbait YouTube videos, so many uh, fake think pieces thread, fake think piece thread, say that three times fast, on Twitter from these oppressed white people. These white folks are so oppressed, so oppressed. Uh, your man's uh, Mark Dice was on. He had a clickbait video, and he was talking about if white supremacy really existed, uh, why do uh, Asian Americans have the highest uh, income out of Americans? And then he went on to, you guessed it, what about black on black crime? And then there's always the argument of what if there was a dear black people? And, uh, it's, you know, white, white supremacist rhetoric is always... Uh, you guys are blacks are small is only 13% of the population blacks kill each other at a higher rate because the percentage is smaller and uh, we don't we don't believe that crime is intraracial because black folks don't live near black folks they just drive out of their way to go kill another black person we don't pay attention to economics at all because you know when there ain't any jobs folks gonna get hurt and that that's globally you look at the recession back in uh 2008 when that hit uh white folks was out here wilding they were out here wild ding okay and then you look at the great depression and what happened out of the great depression era you had the rise of the underground of the uh, mafia and things like that you also had bootlegging uh, liquor going on around that same time and in that era um so yes yeah, the same arguments you know black folks make up 13 percent of the population but they commit this percentage of crimes and then they get they get the uh the stats from uh some right-wing extreme website like uh white eagle dot facebook dot gmail dot yahoo at aol.com or some shit like that and it's some piece together graph and it shows that uh black on white rape is at 98 percent versus uh uh white on black rape which is at a rate of 0.000135 percent just is you know and then they try to say facts aren't racist data isn't racist it's like well the website that you got it from is actually pretty racist and um it's just so much fake outrage like i just feel like uh white supremacists uh they they want to be oppressed so bad because it's so cool to be oppressed because black folks are we we are oppressed with grace we you know no matter what you do to us you know many of us still rise up out the ashes like a phoenix you know uh black folks survived uh jim crow we survived we're going way back we survived slavery like fuck what are we gonna do now then we got jim crow survived that then uh, i mean no even after that was the black codes then you had jim crow still here and then you had the fake war on drugs locking up you know uh, hundreds of thousands millions of black men and now they're trying to lock up black women still here and uh you know it, it, it's tough it's tough because we're such a resilient group uh we do it with grace and beauty we thrive and you know so white folks are seeing this netflix show dear white people and they're just like oh that's fucking racist you know they want to be oppressed so bad so bad and um if you actually saw the movie it was actually fucking safe the uh the lead character had this radio show on campus called dear white people telling white folks you know what they 
couldn't do you know as far as if they didn't want to be uh seen as a racist and then it also questioned black society as far as am i too black am i acting too white and this militant ass uh black woman quote unquote in this film the main character she has a white boyfriend and at the end she gets tired of being militant and you know like i said there was fake outrage then and it's fake outrage now so don't fall for the clickbait videos and get all riled up and get your blood boiling because white supremacists use the same damn arguments the same damn arguments from the damn civil rights era you know 50 some odd years ago remember those letters uh that dr king was was receiving and they were talking the people were talking about uh the white moderates were talking about that uh, the things are getting better you know it should wait uh some of those letters had what about black on black crime you should worry about fixing your own community first before you know coming at us and it's the same fucking argument and they also want to throw in oh it's the liberal left that's race baiting and all this other shit it's the same fucking arguments that's why you won't ever catch me debating some white supremacists because it's not helping my people it's not benefiting myself you know and it, if i do get the best of them in the debate okay i'm still faced with oppression and white supremacy you know and still trying to get my my folks up out this rut so you won't ever catch me uh debating them because it's like what what is it benefiting you know i i took on the ideal ideology of dr claude anderson because uh in an interview he said that and i'm like that's right you know it's not helping my people nothing tangible is happening there's no benefit there's no grand prize you know that i could you know get like you know hundred thousand dollars i'm like oh fuck yeah now let me make a super pack with this money because i just want to debate against the white supremacists it is no these folks use the same damn argument every fucking time same damn argument and it's just deflection 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 and then when you pin them down it just goes into uh illogical fallacies if you can even say that it'll just be some old goofy shit you know what i'm saying it'll start going into secret societies and uh start talking about aliens or just a, a name call you they'll either do illogical uh fallacies you know illogical facts it just doesn't make fucking sense at all or they'll just call you a nigger you know they'll call you a name so this fake outrage with dear white people that was one of the safest movies the the most militant thing about that movie was the title that's it and then white folks uh you know from the far right to the far left to the moderate who really don't give a fuck or talk you know they use they using this argument of um what if there's a dear black people well i'm gonna tell you uh you turn on tv right now you flip to fox news you can flip to cnn you can uh flip to msnbc cnbc and you'll see dear black people okay you will see that you will see them talking about the crimes in chicago you will see them talking about black on black crime you will see uh it could be an instance where um you know where a, a mother uh you know uh you know left her kids in the car to do an interview and they'll call her all kind of names you know negligent uh deadbeat mom leave kids in uh car while she goes and uh for an interview at low wage job you know but a white woman does it you know and it's just uh 
caring mother with no babysitter uh, rushes in for a quick interview while kids are in the car. You know, some shit like that. So you just see it uh, with the propaganda. So dear black people been going on for decades since since the fucking newspaper has come out. It's always been dear black people and it's always been uh, white folks and uh, black folks wagging a finger at black folks. You need to stop doing this. And you look at what, you know, Bill Cosby went on a whole damn tour in the early 2000s, wagging his finger at black folks, you know, trying to publicly shame us. And look where his old cataract ass is right now. Talking about he can't see, but he showed could see when he was, you know, putting them quaaludes in the fucking pudding pop to try to get some pussy. You know what I'm saying? So so get the fuck out the paint with that dear black people argument it you you see it every fucking day somebody is always uh painting us in a in a in a fucked up light you look at it in the movies you uh it's like our brother uh nate parker said on the breakfast club interview you only can be crip number three so many times you know what i'm saying in a fucking movie so you see it all the time it's just how they paint us and uh how they uh you know show black women as being promiscuous and you know sexual beings and then they show the black man as being overly aggressive and you know uh wanting to fuck some shit up all the time and just you that's dear black people so to get the fuck out the paint like i said before trying to tell us you know that uh there would be some kind of outrage if there was dear black people deep down you just want to be oppressed and know what it feels like to be black but you can't because you're not you know get the fuck out of here with this fake ass outrage and you know i'm not even going to watch the show because the movie i've said this before on social media the movie was safe it was safe as a goddamn cotton ball you know you could you could leave that movie in a fucking playpen with a whole bunch of toddlers and nothing would happen you know it's a safe ass movie you know and uh, there were so many people who had these think pieces writing about it you can go back and look at them going in thinking it was going to be one way and it was actually the other way and you're like oh this is very disappointing you know it was very safe very safe film it was like um it was so safe it was like getting a hand job you know from your girlfriend but she had on two rubber gloves a leather glove and um and then she had a fucking uh you know and then she had on you know her coat you know and she had on a chastity belt you know then she had on some basketball shorts then she had on some leggings over that then she had on some jeans and she had on two belts ain't nobody gonna get pregnant ain't nobody gonna you know get an std or anything like that you just gonna have a raw dick you know so it was a very safe film and this just this outrage is fucking funny and then seeing these negroes out here at trying to explain it you know uh to their white audience and oh just give the film a chance it's actually not that bad they criticize more black folks than white folks just just come on and look at it you know check it out please hit like on my video you know and get the fuck out of here and um you know and i'll tell and i'll tell these uh these uh these fake um outraged black folks um if you want white folks to accept you be yourself all the time they they look at you and they laugh at you when you running around here trying to be like them trying to imitate them you know dyeing your hair uh you know uh dressing like them rocking their sneakers you know you got on a pair of fucking uh doc martens you know and uh you shop at fucking uh 
and you're shopping at fucking uh i don't know american eagle and just shit like that and you you speak with the vernacular of you know uh some uh 14 year old white valley guy and here you are you know what i'm saying 26 year old black man and you sound like that and you're you're, you're, you're lightening your voice and you know uh, you don't want to sound too threatening and you took the bass out they're, they're fucking laughing at you and they know that you're a puppet be your fucking self just stop be your fucking self and white folks with this this fake outrage just get the fuck up out the paint please leave you're selling hope like dope you're selling it nobody's buying it but you got all these bricks of hope sitting up on the corner and you're just like hey come on try it for free come on be outraged with me fuck out of here this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so holding an l is a junior from my uh high school central high school uh this junior was charged with sexual assault also who has to hold an l is school officials and the school resource officer so this junior was hooking up with a uh, freshman uh he took her back to the crib um you know things got a little hot and heavy uh she didn't want to go all the way he kept going uh you know he assaulted her and you know she let the her parents know parents let the school know and bam he's charged with it the the reason that he's holding the l on top of the sexual assault is this motherfucker is 20 years old and he's a junior in high school messing with a 14 year old girl um i i don't understand how he slipped through the cracks i know you can be i believe in high school you can be up to 20 you can't be 21 in high school but you're a 20 year old junior my g uh you're 20 uh in a junior you're what uh 16 going on 17 you know what i'm saying and it's just like uh my man's you had you know four years you know three to four years to try to get it right and you still couldn't so i think it could be an issue um you know with uh something a fake birth certificate i don't know but uh you really gotta hold this l and uh, you know the school really needs to uh get on their p's and q's i know uh i know when i was in uh high school there was a senior and that nigga was uh 19 about to be 20 and i was a junior that was my junior year we used to clown that nigga every day but um for failing twice and uh but this is a situation where you really have to you know just be thorough like it it scares you to send your kids to school when you see situations like this you got a 20 year old man you know lusting after a 14 year old girl and he's in high school and he's a junior you know even if he was a senior that wouldn't make it better but you know it just it just it instills some fear in me you know about having kids you know with my wife you know it really does um you know and i you know if i if i do have a daughter you know she's about to be in every fucking uh combative class there is you know she's gonna be in karate krav maga judo capoeira everything you know and then you know the best you know uh you know uh, offense is a good defense and you know just speak some sense into her and uh you know speak to her in a real manner um it's just scary you know to have a 20 year old man 
And I guess he had folks fooled too, because it says school officials and the resource officer, they did their due diligence research and they found out that he was indeed 20 years old. It's like my man's just going down to that tack building um, and, you know, just go and get your GED. Like, you do not need to be waking up at 7 o'clock in the morning you know heading to high school you need to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and get your goofy ass to your job you know what i'm saying so get your ged and uh you know get you a damn job you know they do have job placement programs after you get your ged especially if you get awarded uh, a grant through the state but it's i don't know man you know hopefully this young man faces some jail time and uh, hopefully the young lady will be okay, get her some counseling, and, you know, I hope she don't go around with a victim mentality like it's her fault and things like that because she put her trust in this guy, and, you know, this was a grown-ass man, you know, she thinks she, you know, hot shit, you know, got a little bit of an older boyfriend who's only two years older, but this nigga's actually six years older than her, you know, and, uh, you know, prayers for her and her family, you know, hopefully she can get through this and, you know, develop into, you know, a wonderful, productive woman in our society. But uh, my man's you 20 fucking years old and a junior in high school. You need to reevaluate your life and uh, get your shit together and hold this L. You know, you can't pawn the L because I didn't give you a gold plated one, but it, it's it's jagged. It's going to cut your hands got some salt in it too you know so uh eat a dick and hold this l you win perfect all right no not all heroes wear capes i'm sorry uh this goes to uh mayoral candidate tishara o jones for from st louis she's running for st louis mayor uh mayor and uh she basically just served uh, man the st louis post uh dispatch she uh she served them in this great letter and i'm gonna read the letter verbatim because it's kind of long but uh just explaining her reasons for not meeting with the post editorial board uh and she wrote this letter to uh todd or told tod todd uh, roberson uh edit, editorial page editor at the post and this letter is very scathing and uh this sister just you know she, it is what it is she let them know what it is so letter starts off uh two weeks ago you used some of your ink to outline what questions you would be asking of mayoral candidates you complained that decades this is in quotes you complained that quotes uh decades of sustained abject neglect by city leaders have allowed a bombed out graffiti covered war zone image to prevail end quote you said you were afraid to walk your dog at night and you called for a plan to quote address blight and abate the graffiti that's killing our city end quote you just moved here. It isn't your city yet, and graffiti is not what's killing it. What, what is killing our city is poverty. Uh, since you're new and you live in a great neighborhood, you probably don't know that the poverty rate doubled during Mayor Francis G. Slay's 16-year tenure. Mm. What is killing our region is a systemic racism uh, that pervades almost every public and uh, private institution including your newspaper and makes it nearly impossible for either north st louis 
or the parts of South St. Louis where African Americans live to get better or safer or healthier or better educated. St. Louis needs to change, I'm not afraid to say that, and I don't mean the polite incremental kind that Alderman Lita Krusen uh, promises, I mean change. I will look at every issue through a racial equity lens. I will ask if every decision we make helps those who have been disenfranchised, redlined, and flat out ignored for way too long. Mm -mm. I will look through each and every program in city government and make the changes necessary to ensure the government is working for those people. From participatory from participatory budgeting to the modern modernizing of services i will take steps to make city government easier to navigate easier to participate in and easier to understand i'll ask police officers and firefighters what would make their jobs easier i'll push social workers into the police department so that trained practitioners will be doing the jobs police officers aren't trained to do that's that's huge uh we do not need to invent new programs for much of what I plan to change. There are programs all over the country we can learn from and that we can adapt. Uh, adopt. I know this uh, because I've traveled to see them. I know that Gauls, your writer who wrote that I am, I quote, high flying, unquote, and should be grounded. I suspect she meant that I was, quote, uppity or had a, quote, bad attitude, but didn't have the honesty or courage to be that overt. I plan to work hard as your mayor, but I do not plan to waste time ignoring things that are working well as elsewhere. We have too much at stake in this community to do any uh, differently, and we have too much to do. It's the same way I've run the treasurer's office when I was elected. I found an office that did a lot of things inefficiently, and I look for ideas for how to improve. Over the past four years, I modernized parking and launched a major effort to change lives practically with the Office of Financial Empowerment. You described that as, quote, just doing my job, end quote, and wrote that the white guy you endorse would have uh, done the same thing. At least two of you have lived in Texas, so you will understand what I mean when I call that bullshit. As mayor, I'll take the same approach. I'm not against using tax incentives incentives uh, for development, but I want to make sure that we are using those incentives for blighted areas as intended, and those who uh, those we are coupling those tax incentives with community benefit agreements. Community uh, benefit agreements can make sure there is a priority for those who are living in the area to get the jobs created by the development that these jobs are living wage jobs and that they lead to real investment in the community for decades st louis has jumped around investing here giving tax breaks there without any real re uh, reason for why or where as a result subsidy has often gone to the parts of the city that need at least that practice needs to stop we need we need a comprehensive plan for the entire city one that recognizes that more needs to be done outside the central corridor. I will work to close down that rat hole of a workhouse. Taxpayers spend millions of dollars a year to keep that place open to accommodate many people who do not need it to be there or be there so often. I'll put the same resources into mental health services, substance abuse centers, re-entry programs, and job training. We also need to work with the rest of the region to ensure that we are doing their fair share. They are doing their fair share around uh, homelessness, not just dropping people off downtown or incarcerating them. Too many people who live in North St. Louis have a hard time getting to centers of employment and recreation because we do not have transportation options that work for them. I'll make that a priority headline uh, with planning and development of a Northside light rail system. 
Uh, we need to protect our most vulnerable citizens by expanding access to responsible banking and credit, by insisting on a minimum wage that is a livable wage, by instituting paid family leave policies. We need to create a tenant's bill of rights so that renters across our city have the tools they need to ensure their housing is livable and safe. We need to do what we can as a city to make sure we are laying a foundation that allows all citizens to be successful and to thrive. I think you were in Texas during Ferguson. If so, you may have missed what happened here. Uh, we woke up. Black people woke up. Allies stood up. Young people spoke up. Our best minds listened and produced a pair of remarkable documents. The Forward Through Ferguson Report and the Forsake of All Report that are blueprints for the next four years of a mayor. I understand that the Post-Dispatch is hurting right now. I hear that soon. You will have to lay off more employees with readership down to below 100,000. It makes sense why you would resort to a, a more inflammatory news reporting style to boost readership. There are more. There are some talented reporters at the Post who are uh, very good at their jobs. I've had the privilege of talking with many of them. They have written about me fairly, objectively, and positively. I appreciate criticism when it's due. But what the editorial board and certain other reporters have done is nothing short of thinly veiled racism and preference for the status quo past, something this city has had enough of. I think there might be enough city voters who are with me and are ready to vote for that change in March and April. After we do that, you and your dog will be safer and maybe you will consider hiring an African-American editorial writer. Wow, that is a letter right there, ain't it? Like, she just, I, man, like, I don't even know how to follow that up. You know, y'all in St. Louis need to get out in March um, for those primaries and vote for Tashara Jones. And then, and, uh, what is it, May, uh, go ahead and uh, get her elected. Uh, that's what y'all, that's what the fuck y'all need to do. Because it sounds like there is a plan in place. This is, uh, I'm sorry, April. There is a plan in place. And it sounds like she's going to execute it. And there's a lot of people who has her, who have her back. So, uh, again, you know, not all heroes wear capes. Shout out to uh, Tashara Jones. Just much love and respect to that sister. And that is how you call out some shit. All right. So moving on to the last segment of the show. I'm not going to do uh, he needs some milk. Um, that's just when I want to say something very problematic. Uh, that I feel that needs to be said Some truth The uh, whole podcast has been very truthful But sometimes you need to hit folks with that Just uh, just to kind of get it up in there You know what I'm saying And uh, you know it won't always be pretty The truth ain't ever pretty You know but it's needed But we don't have that So let's move on to health over wealth And you know what I say Without your health you can't enjoy your wealth So I hope everyone had a great um, Valentine's Day you know, I hope it was wonderful. Uh, you know, uh, I got my wife some flowers, a card, um, some perfume. Um, what is what is the name of it? Flower Bomb. Uh, that's the name of it by uh, V Vocal and Rolf. Some I don't know the name of it. I just know it was a pretty penny, and she's been wanting it for years, and she finally got it. And, uh, you know, so I'm good for maybe a couple weeks, you know, so I'm 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 not in a doghouse. I wasn't in it, but, you know, I'll, maybe that'll give me a pass or something. But um, 
yeah so you know we went out and had some thai food went out to uh, my thai she loves thai food and uh, i had the uh, vietnamese pork chops and it was it was really good and it had a fried egg on top it was like a deep fried egg so it was like over easy but it was like deep fried on a bed of rice and veggies it was really good i i fell in love with vietnamese food on our honeymoon because i went to this uh place uh uh in hawaii in oahu it was like abc something it was in a strip mall next to uh the um i forgot the supermarket there but uh and they had these pork chops uh these korean these vietnamese pork chops and them shits was hitting it was like vietnamese or uh pork chops with like korean barbecue or whatever and uh it was just it was banging it was banging i fell in love with it and this this wasn't even any different you know the uh pork chops was pretty good seasoned well sweet savory but uh also had a little bit of kick to it and that egg i don't know what it was but the egg was delicious you know a fried egg on top of a grilled pork chop on a bed of white rice it's good i might have to try to try to fuck with that recipe but anyways hopefully you know we so we're past um valentine's day uh you know now we're in the tax refund season so i hope none of my ladies out here or even my fellas you know who got custody of their kids you know fell for the okie doke you know the you know your your baby daddy done came through you know he done spent four dollars at the dollar tree got, got you a plastic bouquet of roses you know some uh, small box of chocolates with four chocolates in it a dollar card and a dollar balloon and he come through trying to make things right because he knew you that you didn't file your taxes you know you about to get that huge earned income credit and get about four uh four almost five racks back okay so i hope you know and he's trying to flip it and be some kind of half-assed drug dealer because he want to get a quarter brick and all this other shit because a brick right now is going for about 30 32 right now so he's trying to get you know maybe even an eighth or some shit like that who knows he might have a connect to get a quarter big brick for five i don't know we don't know okay but anyways hopefully you didn't fall for the okie doke and so this quote comes from um pt barnum and then we're going to talk about money a little bit so it comes from pt barnum and it uh says that money is a terrible master but an excellent servant so this is about making your money work for you you know and uh you know a lot of us are getting you know some nice tax returns coming up and uh you know i i don't want y'all to spend it on dumb trinkets you know what i'm saying i don't want you going out here uh getting a brand new 70 inch tv you know what i'm saying that that 40 inch that you got is working just fine that you just bought two years ago you know that's fine it's internet connected it's fine you know what i'm saying i don't want you lacing your kids from head to toe and you know bootleg gucci or you know getting them all kind of jays and then they outgrow them you know three months later and then you tricking your money off on you know high designer clothes or you getting your baby daddy a pair of yeezys from uh fucking uh soul fly or something like that you know what i'm saying you paying fourteen hundred dollars for him because he really want them but how is that an investment because i mean he's not gonna sell them on ebay he's gonna wear them till there's a fucking hole in the toe you know what i'm saying so i want you to invest your money i'm not gonna tell you to invest in a you know like a money market account or something like that i want you to invest in an experience that's what i want you to do you deserve it you work hard and i hate when people try to shit on folks for getting a tax refund 
you know you get that when you work right you know you have to get a w-2 you know so people talk about it like it's a damn welfare check but on the low you a little bit jelly you're a little bit jello you know you're a little bit jealous you know what i'm saying and, and, and you know stop being a fucking hater you know but what i want folks who are getting a nice healthy return you know maybe you was in school you know you get that american education uh uh huge credit earned income credit not earned income but that that student credit you know you might be getting about a couple racks back you know if you ain't got no kids you know invest in an experience you know take a trip somewhere um you know just do something fly that's an experience that's that you can look back on and you be like i need to get back there you know something is going to will you to excel you know uh, or start up a business with that money but i'm going to say you should invest in an experience and i'm gonna tell you with my uh honeymoon with my wife when we went to hawaii uh the plane tickets for both of us the rental car the hotel for the week all that was like 3300 bucks that's all it was to spend a week in paradise was 3300 bucks for two people that's all it was and we didn't even blow through that much cash i think we we took a couple grand with us uh, a little bit over that uh you know for shopping and things like that and experiences like to do different things around the island and we didn't even touch half that money to be honest with you we didn't even touch half that money you know so you know we, we i mean you could go out there you know with you know five to six hundred bucks spending cash and you would be a-okay you know what i'm saying so it's it's one of those things where and you know when we got to the beach i was like when we got to turtle beach and or up on north shore i was like man the water was just clear it was a different hues of blue like it was like dark blue the further you look and it looked down it got just got getting kept getting lighter blue until it got clear to your feet you know what i'm saying just looking out and i was like this is my place of peace this is my pay place of peace you know this is what i will think of when i'm meditating is sitting here with my wife and our feet getting wet in the sand and we just sitting up here just smiling and being cutesy and lovey-dovey and then it got to the point where i like i'm thinking we need to get back here maybe we can make this an annual thing you know so i'm thinking like how can i get on my grind to get us back there to get my wife and i back there so that's why i want you to invest in experience because doing something that fly something so big like that just taking a trip somewhere exotic you know even go down to the dr you know go to some go down to jamaica go down to a resort you know um just going somewhere just fly peaceful and you you won't you know i don't feel like i wasted any of that money neither of us feel like we wasted that money because we we that's all we talk about we, it don't be shit when i'll just you know i have my screensaver is a pic that i took of hawaii and my wife is like why do you have that and i'm just like this is my place of peace and we're gonna get back there come hell or high water we gonna get back there you know <clears throat> excuse me so that's what i want you to do with your tax money i really want you to uh, with your refund you know handle your business if you got some bills some back bills and things like that but ultimately invest in an experience that's what you want um because lisa nichols is a major key and uh she says that money 
grants you access to better memories like think about that the more money you make the more things that you do gives you better memories right money grants us access or gives us access to better memories you know so flip that tax refund into a great experience you know stun on the gram stun on snapchat stun on folks on facebook save those pictures make it your screensaver on your laptop your ipad your iphone if you got a damn android on your motorola droid whatever droid x5 whatever the fuck they call them phones but invest in an experience don't just dibble and dabble into that you know three four five grand that you got back and now you look up and you're like shit i'm down to eleven hundred dollars you know what i'm saying take some of that money you know handle some back bills i understand that but go all out if you're gonna go all out go all out on an experience so that's all i got for you um trump free edition i know i referenced maga a couple times but um next week we're gonna get into it hard and heavy and uh you know hopefully you enjoyed this episode and you know uh, i love y'all and i will see y'all next week and i'm sorry about the wait um next week's episode will definitely be on time but you know what you know this past tuesday was all about you know taking care of my wife and just having some good times with her you know she's been working hard she's in grad school so she's doing a lot you know to further her uh career and uh build a solid foundation with me uh you know as far as financially and us moving forward purchasing a house and you know uh trying to get some babies in the picture and things like that so she's doing a lot so i had to take care of home first and i know y'all understand that so much love and respect to y'all and i will see y'all next week wednesday morning that episode will be up there okay so i love y'all one Y'all for life, stretch on strong. Between the noise, <laughs> clown ass niggas, yeah. you know how we get down. Uh, Rockefeller's capo, inflappable, test my weight in the apple. 
Never a question of if, but when you gonna die like cattle beef. I go at it so rugged, you swear I love it. It's that so hard to learn. My burn to give niggas permanent heart murmurs. If that ain't reason for concern, my crew in danger. A strange miscellaneous niggas left in troubled waters like Greg Louganis. Ain't nothing touching from Brooklyn to my touching or wherever the fucking you catch rest your head at. Dead dad. The last time you seen us, niggas popped up in Bemis, chopped up in Nemus, locked hip hop up between us. Screamers rappers, stay out of my space like Venus or it's source shock a jigger Nicodemus. Murder is right and not a word of it till you like it. Since we make you hate the love it like Prince, till a nigga feel straight like Bill Gates or Philip Mill 8. We gon' spill hate and feel straight. Die is your fate. Real lives the great. Get your hard hats, professionals rocking. Nigga, wait. Time is everything. Everything that glitters ain't gold is diamonds in every ring. What the fuck? In the driver's seat. Nigga used to live in the back. Muggsy Volk style. Now a nigga bigger than Shaq. Cribbing a cat. Skills living fat. Chickens that used to act ill. Fuck y'all. I ain't forgiving that. A nigga bitter, so when a nigga hit you, believe I'm trying to hurt your stomach like 10,000 sit-ups. Jigs, baby, what it is. Just as casual. You blast for me. You better believe I blast for you. Yeah. Every yeah. time, y'all, what, what, JZ, huh, uh, yeah, yeah, rock with fella, y'all, what, what, we rock on, y'all, representative, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, y'all, yeah. West Coast niggas, man, getting out of line, man, watch this stuff, fuck it, yeah, 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 yo, yeah, yeah, nigga, you think a fuck with the yeah, nigga, chicka. They can't touch ya. Say y'all, we living like yes to get y'all. You faggot niggas don't play y'all. My team will slay y'all. Nate say y'all. Can't fuck around, we lay y'all. With our hands up there. Shit, I swear to God. Since money's respected, you know I had to get it. Collect it like antiques and let it stack. Like that. I mastered the fast shit, now I move on. Cause too many bastards try to get their groove on. And now you see me jiggy, you're puzzled. He ain't selling no records, is he? That nigga gotta hustle. Shit, you bet your gun. By any means, I get my ones. You in the fiend by any means, I get you done. Real.